Rob Bro. He's your sports bro at KKAM.com and the Talk 1340 app. You guys are not doing any pass blocking. You're just stepping aside and letting them walk in. Pop, 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 pop. That's what I want. All of you around that ball. What's wrong with y'all? Don't play like some little girls. Y'all like y'all never played football before. These guys are nothing. You hear me? They breathe just like we do. Yo, they sweat just like we do. Do you hear me? They went through two days. We went through two days in 110 degree heat. Yo, I want you to hit everything to move. If the ref gets in your way, you hit them. Okay, then. Let's play. But that team, that's two. They're against us, too. This is our team. This is us. Let's go right now. Let's get it off now. Let's go. We'll go where you take us today. Again, the text line, 806-855-3712. Lots of routes to go today. Lots of routes to also travel. If you want to mention anything long-term, you can. Uh, or short-term, whatever you want to do. Do it on the text line, 806-855-3712. It is Power Ranking Thursday. We'll get to the NFL Power Rankings. We'll get to some Big 12 Basketball Power Rankings as well later in the show. We usually close the show with the NFL Power Rankings. We're also going to, in honor of Mike Leach, Power Rank some of the best coaching press conference moments. Now, these don't have to be Mike Leach moments. But just in general, some of your favorite coaching moments in a press conference. Some of my favorites right off the top, just so you can see what I'm talking about. Uh, You've got the Arizona Cardinals head coach, Denny Green, talking about the Chicago Bears and how they blew up late in the game and said, "We they are who we thought they were. We let them off the hook. Obviously, the classic playoffs, playoffs, press conference moment from the Colts head coach. And then uh, another one that I love would be uh, Jets head coach Herm Edwards saying, you play to win the game. So any of those kind of iconic coach press conference moments uh, Cliff Kingsbury also has one of my all-time favorites after they beat Arkansas when he was talking about uh, Brett Bielema. The line he had uh, was perfect. I'll I'll tell you that one later. Uh, maybe we'll even see if we can pull that one up. But some great press conference moments. Obviously, Mike Leach had his thousands and thousands of great press conference moments So we'll talk about all the coaches that have had great one-liners or entire press conferences, press conference moments, maybe some uh, fights with media or otherwise. 
Uh, I think Gino RM had some <laughs> some good moments with maybe some media members as well. Uh, so we'll do that today. We'll also power rank your least favorite Christmas movies. Last week we did Nick Cage movies. It was off the charts. So today, let's go back to the movie well and talk about some of your least favorite Christmas movies. I think it's misspoken a little bit that I hate Christmas Vacation. That's not the truth. It's not the truth. I just wouldn't say it's one of the great all-time Christmas movies. I know it's a classic. People love it. I think it's overrated. I don't have the same level of disdain for Christmas Vacation that I do for, let's say, Hoosiers, which is the worst basketball movie of all time. Christmas Vacation is probably in the top 20 Christmas movies. I would not put it in my top five. So let's get your least favorite, least favorite Christmas movie moments. This off the text line, Bob Knight had some pretty good press conference moments. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Uh, any truth to Fardaz getting paid $400,000? Uh, I can say that that is not the number that he was promised, nor the number that he'd already received. Uh, Mike Gundy, come at me. I'm a man. That is an all-timer. And that might be the greatest press conference moment of all time. Just in the pantheon of press conference moments, certainly one of the most played. Certainly one of the most unanimous with one coach. I don't know that Gundy's had any as big. That is certainly one of the biggest of all time. Uh, and if you're just looking at what Gundy has done since, that has followed him. But that was parodied and taken around and brought to several places. So, yeah, that is one of the all-timers. Uh, wrapping up a few texts from the first show. Of, obviously, the Raiderland is always on uh, before the Rob Bro show. Then we just continue on. It's kind of like a post-game show for the Raiderland where we clean up a lot of what's going on in the first half of this and then kind of go our separate ways. Uh, this above-average show, guys. Well, thank you, Texter. Thank you. Uh, and then I'm not going to give this one any context if you weren't listening to the Raiderland. Sorry. Shriners Convention and the Squirrel Song are the best Ray Stevens songs. If you don't know Ray Stevens. Um, Grundy's I'm a man speech. Now it's Mike Gundy, but the two texters today have both said Grundy. I wonder if that's, uh, an autocorrect that, uh, the, the Apple product just has Grundy in there for some reason. So Mike Grundy is now the name I'll say for the rest of the show, but it is Mike Gundy and the I'm a man speech is one of the all timers. Uh, the first submission for least favorite Christmas movies, and this is on my list, The Christmas Story. Uh, the texture specifically says The Christmas Story is way overrated. I agree. I told somebody the other day that The Christmas Story could be half as long and just as good because I thought that it was a three-hour movie. I went and looked at the runtime. It's an hour and a half long. I thought that movie was seven hours long when I was a kid. It is so boring and nothing happened. It, it's a 20-minute story. 
that they take an hour and a half to tell. It's got some good moments. It's the fragile, the it's a it's a prestigious award. All of that stuff is fine. There's some good one-liners. That could have been a holiday TV special and done in 50 minutes. But they took an hour and a half. It feels like three. So that would be on my list of some of my least favorite Christmas movies. And I didn't say worst. I just said my least favorite. So Power Rank, your least favorite Christmas movies today. And we'll get in on that. Here's a power ranking for you. I also offer you, as I do every Thursday, the chance to give me a random power ranking. You can power rank anything in the world. Submit it to me, and I will power rank your power rankings. Um, this one from 5 to 1, top Mike Leach Red Raider games. Number 5, the 04 Nebraska 70-10 to 10 win. Number four, the 05 Sam Houston 80 to 21 win. Number three, the 2004 Holiday Bowl win against Cal. 2006 Insight Bowl, the 38 to 7 comeback. And then number one, the 08 UT game. And this texter says, of course, on the 2008 game. Obviously, an iconic moment. But that was an incredible game in some bad ways. And if Graham Harrell and Michael Crabtree hadn't connected on that, or Crabtree hadn't scored and then you missed a crazy field goal or something, that would have gone down as one of the worst Mike Leach games. Because you had a big lead and squandered it to one of the best teams, if not the best team in the country, but the fact that you pulled that one out after having a big lead and letting it kind of go away and then having to come from behind, that's part of the reason why that game is so good. And I think oftentimes we focus on that last play so much, but that whole game, the first play of the game was a safety. I think, if not the first play, one of the first plays, I think it was the first drive that I was not prepared to do this. Colby Whitlock had a safety on one of the first plays, if not the first play. Somebody can correct me if I'm wrong there. Uh, this, this texture says Grundy? It's Grundle. Okay, Mike Grundle. Grumble may be more appropriate. Uh Power ranking the top five holiday cheese ball flavors. Uh, number five, port wine. Number four, smoky bacon cheddar. Number three, sharp cheddar. Uh, number two, the scent of Oprah. I think that's the one with almonds on it. And then number one, meth. I'm not a cheese ball guy, but the way some people talk about them, I do think there's meth involved. All right, the text line is blowing up. We're going to hit an early break here, come back to the text line. We'll get into some power rankings of our own today as well. It's the Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9. News. Money. Sports.
Welcome back. It's Rob Rose Show. Talk 103.9 News Money Sports Power Ranking Thursday. If you have a power ranking you want to send in randomly, you can, 806-855-3712. We're also asking for some all-time great press conference moments in honor of Mike Leach. They don't have to involve Mike Leach. We've also gotten some uh, Mike Gundy press conference moments. I mentioned uh, Denny Green. Uh, we are who they thought they were. Some uh, Herm Edwards, Jim Mora. Some all-time great press conference moments out there. If you want to power rank yours, you can send them in. 806-855-3712. Also, some of your least favorite Christmas movies. An all-time great press... Let me try that again. Another all-time great post-game moment. Not a press conference. It technically was a press conference. It just was in the tunnel of the Texas Tech game. Uh, was the Oklahoma player interview with the guy yelling, Go Raiders! Over and over. I paid for a ticket. I can say what I want. The Big 12 refs tried to rip us off, and we won anyways. Go Raiders! One of the greats. One of the greats. And that was after the Torian Henderson touchdown, I believe. In oh four, oh five, whatever it was. Um, let's see. Are tech basketball players not getting paid the NIL deals they were previously promised? O'Banner came back after he was promised he'd get back his Maserati and six-figure salary. Uh, from what I've been told, there is no issue with NIL. Checks at Texas Tech. There is a tweet out there from Fran Fraschilla that teams are struggling with that, but I do not believe that to be the case with Texas Tech. Uh, come on, Rob. Don't be scurred. What's going on with Adams? Is there really some truth to the rumors? I'm not scared. Uh, there's plenty out there. I'm not going to bring rumor onto this show today. If something is confirmed publicly, we'll talk about it. But I, th this isn't a message board today. Uh, if you want to go find rumors, you can. And I'm not scared. I just have some respect for the people involved, and I'm not going to get on here and talk about something that I would just have to talk about alone and probably say too much. So you can text in whatever you want. And I'll ask the questions, and I'm, I'll answer what I want to answer. Uh, but just because you ask, it doesn't mean I'm certainly going to answer it, and doesn't mean I'm scared. I'm just respectful. Uh, yes, punt on the two-yard line. UT got a safety on their first play. There it is. Okay, this is the 2008 game. Yes, the punt was on the two-yard line. UT got a safety on their first play. Great lead at halftime. Then we let it slip away and got it back to win. That's the diff. That's the biggest difference of then and recent years where we were down, but we weren't out. Looks like Joey is starting to figure out how to close out close games, though. Yeah, and there have been games where you've struggled and pulled away at home. Um, you couldn't quite do it against Baylor at home, but you're 6-1 and one at the Jones this year. And on the road, 
you kind of let some games slip away, but you look at that Kansas State game, you didn't ever feel out of it. I mean, you're you're in a position to maybe score and get an onside kick with three minutes left. So you didn't really feel out of it. Oklahoma State, you felt like you were kicking till the end. NC State was a little different. But I do think that the tides are turning on some of that stuff uh, with what you're looking at and what you're looking for with this Texas Tech football program. Favorite press conference moments, ringing of the bell for Leach at State and Joey's Raider power last year. Two great opening moments. And if you kind of look back, three of my favorite opening press conference moments with these two, and I'll add my own, uh, Mike Leach getting the bell at Mississippi State, the cowbell, and ringing it, great moment. Uh, Joey McGuire saying, I've been wanting to do this for a long time, stepping out from the podium and doing a Raider power at his initial press conference here at Texas Tech. And then the one I would add is Cliff Kingsbury at his opening press conference with Texas Tech saying, let's put Cincinnati on the schedule because Tommy Tuberville had just gone to Cincinnati. That was an all-timer. Cliff Kingsbury at Texas Tech is one of the most underrated press conference artists of all time, in my opinion. I thought he had some really good press conferences. Uh, back to the text line, Nick Saban's I'm not going to do it, so quit asking. Don't think that was a press conference. That was on the field. That was on the field. And I think that's between Jalen Hurts and Tua Tungavailoa in that season uh, where they're talking about benching Jalen Hurts or, hey, Jalen Hurts is struggling. Uh, are you going to put in Tua? Something to that effect. And I think it was Maria Taylor maybe. Uh, but he says, you want me to say something bad about my players? I'm not going to do it, so quit asking. Now, that's an all-timer. Uh, this texter, okay. Power rank your road trip games. You know what? This texter's making fun of me, but I'll do it. I love road trip games. I don't care. I'm not ashamed of it. People equate road trip games with I spy. I'm not a child. I'm just bored, okay? And I like to talk to people, all right? Number one, uh, road trip game, not sports, would be the movie game. You say a movie, the final letter of that movie, you have to say the next movie starts with that letter. So let's say you say, uh, I don't know, Ernest Goes to Camp. The next movie would have to start with a P. Great road trip game. Elite road trip game. Next up would be saying a team, a sports team, and then just naming players until you can't. We used to do this with like the Texas Rangers. And then you would just, you would go in a circle and name Texas. It's like categories, but with sports teams. Categories, another great road trip game. Four would be the same thing, but let's just say Big 12 quarterbacks. And then you would go back and forth and say Big 12 quarterback. I don't know that I have any more road trip games that I play. Connor, do you have any road trip games that you want to get in? Yeah, it's not really specifically a road trip game. I just always play it on road trips with me and my brother. We just play 20 questions. Yeah, it's a great one. Play that on the last road trip I went on. It's like you think of His a person or whatever else. Ridiculous. Oh, there's some people are not good at that, which makes it even better. No, he's good at it. He, he just doesn't use the standard questions that everyone else <laughs> uses. He he won't say, like, makes it can it better. fit in a fridge? He'll yeah. say, like... If I took all of the seats out of a regular uh, out of a van and hollowed it out and I liquefied your object, would it fit in the van? <laughs> Makes you really think. 
Yeah, love those. And I'm not ashamed of playing a rope trip game. People try to tell me that that's not cool or whatever. When have I ever cared? I'm wearing a Santa Claus sweatshirt today. When have I ever cared about being cool? It's a crew neck. A crew neck's cool. I don't know. Quan Crosby from Mart had a really good career in college. Two-way players can contribute. Yes, 100%. You know the thing about uh, high school athletes? Generally, they don't get to choose where they live. So there's a ton of hidden gems out there at the six-man, the 1A, the 2A levels. Uh, and a lot of them are underdeveloped because of where they are. And if you get them into a college strength and conditioning program, the difference between like Mart and South Lake Carroll and what they can do and the facilities that they have are night and day. So, yeah, if you see a raw athlete at Mart, go out and recruit them. And I believe in this coaching staff, in this evaluation staff, that you're going to get a bunch of those guys. And if you see an offer at Texas Tech, like in this 2024 class that's just being built, and it's like Navy and UTSA and Texas Tech, trust the evaluation. Because that kid in three months is going to be offered by Notre Dame and Ohio State and a bunch of schools, and you're just going to be the first. Hey, Rob. What's up, Texter? Uh, not a power ranking. Oh, this is great. Okay. Uh, not a power ranking, but I just wanted to let everyone know that the UMC hospital staff in Lubbock is top tier. Spent all week with my wife there after an emergency surgery Monday night, and they went above and beyond to take care of her. She's doing well and finally came home today. Just wanted to thank them and give them a shout out if any of them are listening. So shout out to UMC. Shout out to hospital staff all over Lubbock. Uh, Lubbock has very good hospitals, top tier, certainly. And prayers to you and your wife. I'm glad she's doing well. Uh, emergency surgery is never fun. Power Five movies in Texas. Okay. So we're power ranking five movies based in Texas. Uh, we're going to start at number five. And we'll take this one to the break. Uh, number five, Tin Cup. Number four, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Number three, No Country for Old Men. Number two, Dazed and Confused. Number one, Urban Cowboy. I would have to think on that one, but that is a solid list of movies. I might move Tin Cup up. <laughs> I'll get one more text in. Worst press conference would be Level asking what Wells liked about Lubbock, and not because of what, not because of uh, Chris Level. Great question by Chris Level. Should have been a softball. He struck out. We'll be back after this. It's the Rob Bro Show. Talk one hundred three point nine news, money, sports on a power ranking Thursday. Birds. Welcome back. 
It's Rob Bro Show Talk, 103.9 News, Money Sports. That intro is always like two bars longer than I think it is. I always hit it wrong. I was like, yeah, downbeat. No, the drums are in another second. This off the text line, can you confirm the rumor that you secretly like Hoosiers? I deny that wholeheartedly, but I'll tell you what I'll do, texter. I will rewatch Hoosiers because it's been at least a decade since I've seen it. And I will, I will reassess Hoosiers for you. That's my homework. This off the text line, I'd road trip with you anytime. Thank you. Thank you, Texter. All about the games. I have done similar games with sports nicknames and who can name the player. Yes. I don't understand anyone who doesn't like sports trivia. Now, if you're with someone who doesn't like sports, maybe that's the case. And maybe that's the case with this guy that doesn't like road trip games. Who also texts me that he wouldn't have his phone this afternoon, so he can't respond or is probably not listening. So, I can say whatever I want. Uh, this off the text line... Oh, <laughs> more information on the uh, guy screaming in the that press conference. I can't think of the player's name either. He he. We actually tweeted that out after Texas Tech beat Oklahoma, or before, and he retweeted and said, "I'll never live this down." Um, it was a fullback, I think. Uh, some breaking news today. Uh, The College Baseball Hall of Fame is moving its Night of Champions Hall of Fame induction celebration and dinner to Omaha in 2023. The event will take place next February and be hosted at the Marriott downtown near the home of the NCAA Baseball College World Series. The College World Series in Omaha is every year. Great move. Now, this, I think, used to be in Lubbock. I think it's been in some different places lately, but... Ever since they they couldn't get the College Baseball Hall of Fame done here, uh, for a variety of reasons, I'm not blaming anyone in, in that respect, but uh, great move to have it in Omaha. Absolutely, you should have it in Omaha. Uh, and I think you should build the College Baseball Hall of Fame right there at the stadium and really lean into college baseball. And if you're not going to do it in February, do it around the draft, do it around... In Omaha, I guess you probably can't because of everything else that's going on, but great place to have it. Absolutely. Uh, he also power <laughs> Oh, man. I was mostly joking about that. Uh, okay, let's get back to the texters. Power rankings. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll read it. Uh, Power ranking Lubbock media personalities. Number five, 23 personnel in the podcast. Number four, David Collier. Number three, Ryan Hyatt. Number two, Rob Rowe. I did not write this, okay? This was written by someone else. Uh, And then number one, the KMAC Weatherbuck as the best media personality here in Lubbock. Uh, The next text, power ranking the top five things people should put on top of a Christmas tree. Um, okay. Number five, a star. Number four, an old double T. 
Number three, Dale Earnhardt Sr. doll. Number two, a Shinerbach bottle. Number one, a picture of Rob Bro in his Santa shirt. If anybody wants to top their tree with a picture of me, just reach out. We can make that happen. Top five press conference. <laughs> top, top five uh, press conference moments. Iversons, we talking about practice? Practice? Not talking about a game. Talk about practice? Uh, number four, there's an interview of some girl wearing shades upside down saying she loves sports and handing out onions or something like that. I would have to look that one up. Uh, McNabb saying he didn't know a game could end in a tie. Yes. That's an, that's a great one. Was that with... I want to say the Vikings might have been involved in that one. Uh, Gundy's come at me. I'm a man. I'm 40. Come at the kids. Come at me. And then Marshawn Lynch, I'm just here so I don't get fined, boss. Press conference. I believe that was at the Super Bowl. Marshawn Lynch is another one that has some pretty good press conference moments. Uh, this one, power rank top five best plays in all of Big 12 history. Um, I would have to do some research on that one. Maybe that's something we get into next Thursday. Just thinking of some top pl plays from Texas Tech, uh, the Crabtree catch, the Wes Welker punt return in Big 12 history, so since 96, uh, Little People Big World with Jakeem Grant and Austin. I would say the, just thinking of off the top of my head, the Will Greer touchdown pass against Texas and Austin. And then the subsequent two-point conversion where he runs in, throws the horns down. Uh, great highlight would be TJ Vasher's catch on the sideline against Ole Miss at NRG. I'm sure Jakeem Grant has some great plays. There's one play where he ran about 400 yards and got down to the 10. That was an awesome play. It didn't end in a score. Obviously, the Patrick Mahomes highlights. There's plenty there. Greatest plays. The defensive play in last year's Big 12 championship game where Baylor stopped Oklahoma State on the goal line. That was a great individual play. From this year's championship game, the Deuce Vaughn play where he breaks that guy's ankles. And goes for another 30 yards for a touchdown. Uh, Rob, did you ever watch the Frighteners with Michael J. Fox? No. You know what? I'll Let me write this down. Frighteners? I've got homework this weekend. I'll have to... If, I mean, I'll have to see if they're uh, streamable. If they're streamable, I'll watch them. Frighteners? Hoosiers? There. That's all my homework. Uh, more text rolling in. I'll take a dozen of those pictures, Rob. Okay. We'll figure it out. We'll figure that out. Um, 
is no one going to mention the I dreamed it in my head? Is that uh, Crabtree after that game on the field? That face that he makes is another iconic kind of screen grab where he's just, you know, he's got his hand up and the, the face is all surprised. I dreamed it in my head. Where else do you dream it, Michael? Uh, worst press conference anytime LeBron has a microphone in front of him. That seems like a personal issue there. Sounds like you have some personal beef with LeBron James. By the way, the Lakers were awful to start the year, like two and ten. Then they went eight and two, and I think they're nine and six since that. Like from the eight and two, they they've then they went I guess one and four. Uh, but Darvin Ham cooking. Cooking with the Lakers, I think there's a lot of problems there in Los Angeles. Uh, they're not very good, but to start 2-10 and 10 and maybe not be in contention, but be in a place to get back to contention with a, with a stretch, with a run. Then you had two overtime losses, I think, to the 76ers and to somebody else recently. So, those are pretty good. All right, we'll take another break here when we come back. NFL Power Rankings, Big 12 Basketball Power Rankings, and we'll wrap up the show. This is the Rob Bro Show. Talk 103.9. News, money, sports, and other things. Um. Show Talk 103.9 News Money Sports. We'll go through the NFL power rankings. Uh, did the San Francisco 49ers get better with Brock Purdy? It looks like it, but they just played a terrible Bucks team. I would love to see them play more with Purdy. Uh, Purdy will have to show he's more than just a one-week superstar, though. This, in a lot of ways, Patrick Mahomes went to the perfect team. And in a lot of similar ways, Brock Purdy went to the perfect team. Because this offense can be run by someone who is competent at a very high level. Jimmy G is a competent quarterback. Competent. Uh, we'll start with the AFC, though. And f- f- just for today, I'm going to let the next two weeks play out, okay? But just for today, I'm going to cheat. And I'm sorry to do this. I, I really am. I shouldn't do it. But I'm going to give you a 1A, 1B, and 1C. And that's the Chiefs, the Bills, and a team I've disrespected all year long, the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals 
all right there for me. Up next, I don't know who's playing quarterback, but are the Ravens the next best team? Is it the Chargers in the AFC? I mean, the Dolphins are so confusing, but Tua Tungabailoa was awful. He was like 3 of 17 to start the game. And the Ravens are another team where you just kind of can plug and play. So I would almost say Ravens, Chargers, and drop the Dolphins. I think the Dolphins could still bounce back. I think the Jets are still right there. I think the Patriots are still right there. I think the Titans are kind of in the mix, but I think there's a pretty solid line between some of these teams and the Titans. Uh, In the NFC, it's been the same since like week three. And I was probably slow on it because it's the Eagles, number one. I would still put the Cowboys, number two. Those two are heading for a certain impact. The 49ers still right there for me. Um, and I think they got better with Brock Purdy. I, I'm not a I'm not an anti-Jimmy G guy, but Jimmy G has limitations mentally. Not not he's, he's not stupid. He's just not aggressive. And I think Brock Purdy has a little bit of that aggressiveness that you need to take the next step. Um, can he do that talent-wise? I, I think so. I mean, we saw him play way above at Iowa State with what I thought wasn't a very good roster with just like six or seven great pieces and almost won a Big 12 championship in the 2020 season. And that would be the only time I ever say anything good about the Iowa State Cyclones. Uh, up next, I think it's the worst 10-3 and team of all time, but they're 10-3. and I think the Vikings are still one of the better teams in the NFC. I, I can see why people don't like the Vikings. But I would still have the Vikings right there. Now, here's where it gets a little touchy. Because I think the Seahawks are still good, but they've lost three of the last four. And there's a team that's one of the hottest in the NFL. And you know what? Because of the head-to-head victory, I don't care. Throw out the records. Throw out the records. I'm going to put the Lions at four in the NFC. And I'm going to put the Vikings at five. The Lions just did it. They just proved. And what's crazy is the Bucks are not even close, but they're going to be the four seed because that division is bad. In Big 12 basketball world, the power rankings that we need to get to, I'm going to go Kansas-Baylor because of what happened to Coach Beard and Texas is going to be a rudderless ship, I think, for a minute. I still think they're the most talented, so I'll put them at three. And then I'm going to cheat again. Everyone else. I think Texas Tech, Iowa State, TCU are all similar boats right now, talent-wise. Somebody needs to step up. Somebody needs to get it going. Uh Some press conference moments. Laramie Tunsil saying dog about his quarterback. 
One of my most favorite plays in Texas Tech recent history with a goal line stand by Schooler on that poor Baylor quarterback, Charlie Brewer, in 2020. Uh, this texter gives their rankings. Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, Ravens, Dolphins, Dallas, Eagles, Vikings, Niners, Commanders. Hey, Taylor Heineke, he's got them. Uh, and then the Power 5 wrestling theme songs. I wish I would have seen this earlier. The NWO song. The game is all about the game. Triple H, Shawn Michaels, DX, and The Rock. Had to do another Power 5 on board at work. Thank you for joining me. Fine, sir. And those are great wrestling theme songs. I would have added my own if I had seen that earlier. I didn't, so I won't. I've been Rob Raw. I'll be Rob Raw. We'll see you tomorrow on the Raiderland at 11 a.m. for a Friday afternoon soiree. See you tomorrow. The views and opinions expressed by the participants on this Talk 1340 program are not necessarily the views of Talk 1340, its advertisers, staff, management, or Town Square Media.